Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hello and welcome to the program, UFO Warning. Today's topic, UFO sighting in Douglas, Wyoming. This sighting happened back on April 9th. And it comes to us from a website kisscasper.com The article starts out, it says, Thanks to my co-host Doc, I learned about a recent UFO sighting in Douglas that was reported to the National UFO Reporting Center. The sighting occurred on April 18, 2020, around 11 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. According to the report, the UFO was spotted several times over the course of 45 minutes. Quote, my family and I see in the moonlight a somewhat transparent object in a crescent or saucer shape, maybe, fly across the sky, then change direction. We waited, then it returned randomly for the next 45 minutes. No lights on the craft, just a distortion of the stars around it. The article continues. The person went on to say, that they knew it wasn't an aircraft, and it was spotted four separate times in different locations in the sky. They explained that the lack of lights made it impossible to capture the UFO on camera. They go on, they say, we would love to learn more about the UFO sighting and to do what we need your help. If you have any idea who reported this event, or if it was you, please reach out to us through my country mobile app. So what happened was these people, back on April 9th, 2020, were out here in Douglas, Wyoming, and they spotted this thing, and apparently they just put an anonymous report on New Fork, which is fine. We had the report, but uh, it's a short, very uh, to-the-point kind of thing, and although it's helpful, it's more helpful sometimes when people are able to uh, give exact locations and give us more uh, of a directional observation so we, we can tell us exactly where these things are at. That way, if other people saw it and we have a multiple sighting, then it, it even tells us more about what happened. Now, this isn't the first time that somebody has spotted uh, UFOs in the uh, Douglas, uh, Wyoming area. There seems to be a uh, multiple reports, actually. And if you go to uh, the Twitter account, UFO Warning, you can get there by going to uh, at Warning Sub UFO. I've linked to a couple of other UFO accounts as well. I don't know if this is a hot spot or what. I also have a map there. Douglas seems to be a small town in Wyoming, about 6,000 people. And so it's... It's curious what uh, what it is that draws what turns out to have been uh, multiple sightings uh, to this particular area of Wyoming. Now, for instance, we have one here that happened back on June 24th, 2007. This is on a, says it's on a Sunday. 
what I like about this is it really gives us some good uh, details. It says it happened on Sunday, June 24th, 2007. The UFO was shaped like an egg. And that the duration lasted about 30 minutes. And this was reported to uh, MUFON as well. It says approximately 12.30 a.m. on a warm, clear June 24th night. I turned off the TV and stepped out onto the deck to gaze at the half moon and stars. The moon was fairly bright and somewhat low over the southwest horizon. It lit up the mountains to the south. The northern and eastern sky was much darker than the sky to the south and west. Many stars were easily observable to the east and north. In the eastern sky, two bright orange-yellow lights appeared about 30 degrees over the horizon. I viewed them with binoculars and managed to get a photo of one of the lights. These lights hovered for approximately 10 minutes before slowly descending below the horizon. They were barrel-shaped, bright orange, with a lava-like red belt running across their middle. They emitted an orange glow. They appeared to move independent of each other. After they disappeared over the horizon, I could still see their glow, leading me to believe that they weren't independent of each other. After they disappeared over the horizon, I could still see their glow, leading me to believe that they weren't that far away. Five to ten miles, maybe, was my guess. I waited about ten minutes longer, hoping to see them again. Then the lights slowly rose above the horizon again and hovered for about another ten minutes before they descended below the horizon again. I stayed up about another half hour, but the lights did not reappear. This event took place out in the east-central Wyoming countryside, eight miles from town, in an area that is remote and sparsely populated. Since this is where I live, I am familiar with the terrain, and whether seeing lights in <coughs> this area would be a common occurrence or not. It is not a common occurrence to see any lights where these <coughs> were observed. Since I viewed similar lights in this location several years ago at about the same time of the year, I was not a, I was not all that surprised to see them again. I've never seen anything like them and can offer no explanation to what they were. Could this be an astral phenomenon? Well, very interesting. Well, here we have two um, UFO observations in rural Wyoming. Both of them lasted 30 to 45 minutes. And both of them uh, seemed to be displaying some of this observer uh, effect that we see so often with these uh, UFO sightings, where the person sights the UFO. Uh, clearly these things could cloak themselves or camouflage themselves if they didn't want to be seen. That seems pretty obvious. But that's not what seems to be happening. It seems the more, they observe, the more that they are observed the more that they uh, move around. It's almost like they're making an effort to disclose themselves to the people that are watching. Now what I found interesting about the earlier observation that happened in 2007 was that this fellow says that he saw two lights just like these about a year prior to that. It almost seems like these things uh, really are trying to make some some sort of contact with this guy. It's, it's so odd that this person sitting out here in Wyoming you know, not a place that's very densely populated. And he says you can look out across the horizon and not see any lights. I mean, you're out there in big sky country. 
He's not seeing Venus or Mars or Jupiter or anything like that. He specifically specifically talks about the shape of the orbs, how they have this, what looks like a belt of lava going across the middle of the spheres. And then he talks about how they move down the horizon. He goes back, he sees them, they've come back up and back down again. It's clear to me there's some sort of uh, interaction going on here between him and these orbs that he's observing. It's hard to imagine that he just happened to stumble across these things doing whatever whatever it was you know, they were doing. The thing that really uh, captivates my attention about this is how we have this guy out here in the middle of nowhere by himself and he just happens to look outside and sees these things. And he, they stay there long enough for him to go get a pair of binoculars and come back and really observe them. And, you know, he's, he, he talks about how he actually took a picture of one of them. And you can go to those links from the Twitter account. Both these cases, though, uh, like I said, it shows how many times that we have people that are in these environments where there's doesn't seem to be anybody alone uh, around. It's just kind of this lonely uh, backcountry area. And people happen to notice something out of the ordinary. And the more they observe this thing the more this thing uh, starts to move around. It's obvious that they don't care that they're being observed. I mean, whatever these phenomena are, whether they're man-made or interdimensional or for some other planet, the fact that they're here tells us that they have to be at, at a pretty advanced degree. And something that advanced could, could surely, uh, if it chose to, not disclose itself to humankind. It wouldn't be that hard for it to make itself invisible. But that's not what we're seeing. We're seeing these individual interactions with these things where people are out doing whatever they're doing and they just happen to look up and they see them. And as soon as they see them, these, these, this phenomena begins to interact with them. And that's something that we see over and over again. That's the real... That's the real hook for me in this thing is what's going on between the phenomena and the UFO. Anyway, I thought it was kind of a cool case to look at. It just shows us that, you know, even in the midst of all of the all of the negative news that we have out there, even though things like COVID have seems to have taken over the entire news cycle, and it sometimes it gets a little harder to find these accounts, quite frankly, because uh, you do a search on uh, Google or whatever the search engine is, and oftentimes it just throws up the same the same sightings that happened five years ago. I mean, it's almost as if it's getting harder and harder for these um, sightings to make it into uh, even into the uh, alternative news cycle. So it's good that this stuff does show up on places like MUFON and Norfolk. It does provide a clearinghouse for people to drop this stuff off at. But what we're seeing is is that no matter what else is going on in the world, people are still seeing UFOs. They're still talking about them, and this phenomenon is still interacting with people at some level. And that's, that's the big question here. What's going on between the people that see these things and the phenomenon itself? Until next time, this is UFO Warning. Over and out.